You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Brandon. And I'm Saba. And we are your hosts of the Cannabis Hangout. On today's episode, we get to chat with someone that we were really good friends with in high school. And we've stayed friends throughout the years, which is really rare and really special. And so we're excited to welcome Olivia to the Cannabis Hangout. Hi, guys. Hi, I'm excited Liz. to be here. We're so hyped to have you. This is going to be really fun. I'm excited to dive in. Before we started, I was like, I feel like we're a bunch of little school girls <laughs> just sitting even here even these giggles I, I just I know. <laughs> about to have so many throwback conversations oh, yes. so Liv let's get started tell us where your cannabis journey first began so it was probably really in college so I started using cannabis just as social just for fun you know um, my boyfriend at the time was really into it and so we just you know would smoke and hang out and <laughs> And then I was more of like a sporadic user, so it wasn't like something that I used every day. And then I was, I've always been a super anxious person. And so I got diagnosed with clinical anxiety back in like early, it was probably like 2012, 2013. So I was on like a bunch of benzodiazepines like all the time. And I just felt so like zonked out and I hated the way they made me feel. And so I just really started exploring cannabis more and started using that. And then eventually I just was able to get off all my anxiety meds. So. Wow. I didn't know that about you, Liv. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so cool. That's amazing. I, mean, I love to I'm not type that. A at all. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, right. <laughs> that's so cool. I feel like when people are able to say that using cannabis has helped them transition mm-hmm. off of anything else that you were relying on before. Yeah, especially because I know... Because I was the same as you. We were such yeah. big sticklers in high school. Oh, yeah. Speaking we'll of get, that. We'll get back into that. <laughs> we'll get into that. So, so in high school, it, it's so funny because we look back. And so I used to date this guy. And I would get so irritated <laughs> whenever he would smoke with his friends, like, on the weekends or whatever. And, like... I can't remember if, like, I made him tell me if he was doing Probably. it. Or, <laughs> sure. you know, like, if you do that, you tell me. Or if it was me, like, asking him, like, oh, well, what are you doing? Well, yeah. did you smoke? What, did you smoke? <laughs> did you smoke? You know what I mean? Like, that stupid-ass question that, like, no one wants to hear. <laughs> but anyways, so with that being said, we've come a long way. Yes, so you guys have. what would you say, like, was your t- turning point whenever you started thinking, like, wow, this is more medicine for me and it wasn't something like you know you were getting mad at your boyfriend that was yeah because I know you did this oh I definitely definitely got angry um but honestly it was just the journey with my medications um you know I was on they started me on clonazepam that didn't work they upped it to trazodone and then I was on one other I can't remember the name but like I just never felt like myself you know I would feel groggy in the mornings and then I would feel like I would need it just to, you know, calm down. I felt like Mm -hmm. sometimes it made my anxiety way worse. And then when I started using cannabis and just noticing how it really did help my anxiety, Mm -hmm. because if I can feel my anxiety coming on and it's just, it's just this slow rise at first. And then it just, you know, skyrockets to where like my chest hurts. I can't breathe. I just feel like the walls are closing in. And, you know, 
if I take my medicine, it would take, you know, hour, hour and a half, two hours maybe to kick in. But with cannabis, like I was just able to smoke a little and then I felt immediate relief. Mm -hmm. So I feel like when I noticed that it helped my anxiety, that's when I really was like, oh, this isn't just a social party thing, Mm -hmm. you know. It's more of a medicine for me. Yeah, it's more intentional. Exactly. So as you were going through this phase, like I know your parents are pretty strict. Mm-hmm. Um, how, is, how is that with them? And is that something you're open with them now? Oh, Have you yeah. been open with them? I was not open with them in the beginning for sure because obviously marijuana was still illegal mm-hmm. in Oklahoma. And my mom's never smoked like anything a day in her life. Like nothing. Perfect little I know. (laughs) So, and my dad, like I know probably in the 70s he smoked weed, but they're both in the healthcare field and I know how they would feel. Um, But now, like my parents know I use cannabis all the time. I mean- you know, they, they laugh and like, oh, here's Olivia's weed drawer. Like, you yeah. know, they come over to my house. And, Stupid. and I know. But, I mean, my mom, she doesn't, she's like, I'd rather you just eat a gummy or something. Like, she doesn't like the inhaling part of. Yeah. Know, Which I can see that because my mom, you know. Wait, did your yeah. mom ever smoke cigarettes though? No. She okay. never, she's never smoked anything in okay. her life. She wow, said she's never inhaled anything. Kudos to that woman. I know. I'm wow. like, she's so something. pure. <laughs> I used to be able to say that. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. I never smoked a Siggy, though, I can say that very confidently. Same. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Liv. Lives <guys>. out. <laughs> okay, Liv. So, flour, concentrates, edibles, a little bit of everything. What is your preferred consumption method? A little bit of everything. I honestly go through periods, like, where it's, like, all I really want to do is eat edible, mm-hmm. like, before I go to bed. And, like, just that's what I do for, like, a few weeks at a time. And then there's times where I'm, like, super into flour. Like, I just want to, you know, smoke a joint or, um, you know, smoke a bowl. And I just love flour. But then my tastes go, you know, towards sometimes concentrate just because it's easier. Just, like, the pen is easier to use a lot of times. Yeah, it's more convenient. It's very more convenient. So, yeah. I mean, I would say all the above. All the above. Same. So, with that, I guess, do you have, like, cannabis routines? Like, I know I have routines or certain staples that I swear by, like my 1906 mm-hmm. go or like a bliss during the day if my anxiety is really bad. Yeah. Do you have certain like staples or routines that you swear by? Hmm. Not really. I just like, you know, yeah. when I feel that anxiety or just kind of want to uh-huh. chill out, I just, I just use my cannabis when I want, you know. Has like a strain worked for you specifically? Definitely indica. Okay. Um, you know, sativas do sometimes make my anxiety a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm drinking, I'll, I'll smoke a sativa just because it kind of keeps me yeah. level. But that's really the only time I can smoke it. Um, but, yeah, pretty much just all indica dominant is is what I go to, like, go towards. Yeah. I hear that. I'm opposite. So we did a lot of crazy shit together, Liv. Yes, we did. <laughs> what is something, do you have, like, a story of, like, you got way too high or, like, <laughs> took too many edibles? Like, do you have anything like that that I don't know about that you want to share? Um <laughs> It's a story. I mean, it's a story, but it's not really a story. So it was New Year's Eve last last year. So twenty December thirty first, twenty twenty. And so I would, you know, we're at the house, and this was with my ex, and we were, you know, drinking, having a good time because we were on quarantine at that time. Like we were quarantined because we got I got COVID, and Mm -hmm. then he got COVID. And so you know, we were drinking and having a good time, and. The next morning, of course, I felt horrible. So it's like, I have to eat an edible. So like I go in my drawer and I get the edible out and I'm not even thinking. And I just like, and it was a bar. It was a hundred milligram bar. 
but like, Ooh. and I what's know. your what's your dose? Just so that people know, twenty five milligrams. Okay, right now. yeah. Oh, okay, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. So um, it's way over. Experienced, <laughs> but so I'm not thinking, and I'm hungover, so I just grab it and I eat it. And so we're laying on the couch watching TV, and then I just pass out. Like I was probably asleep. You went night night. Like for like. <laughs> A total of like thirty six hours, maybe. Oh like, wow! Oh wow! Patrick would like come and like check on me, and I like he like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. And like he was like, you were trying to open your eyes, but you <laughs> you physically couldn't. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it was bad, and I was like, uh, yeah, never doing that again. So you woke up and you were what in a weed hangover? Oh yeah. Definitely. Oh, that's the worst. It was. Yeah. It's so hard to get out of that, like. Yeah, that groggy. Yes. Like, oh, when you, like, so accidentally overconsume. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't happen often. <laughs> no. Nope. boy, when it does. Never buying those again. <laughs> Lessons learned. Exactly. We all have one. Yeah. <laughs> so we all have our thing. What's something that you love to do after you smoke? Hmm. I guess it depends on the time of the day. Like, I rarely ever, obviously, I don't smoke before I go to work or anything like that. It's only consumption after work or it's um, on the weekends. Um, I would say, like, just, like, when I get in my bed to, like, watch TV, like, right before bed. Like, that's, like, my It's my, my favorite. Watch The like, Office. Olivia, talk, to, oh, yeah. talk dirty to me. Exactly. <laughs> office. You guys can bond over friends. The Office. Brandon doesn't <laughs> fuck with The Office, well, so we don't fuck with Brandon sometimes. <laughs> but you also remember Brandon's humor compared to our humor. That's true. Well, it's a little different. <laughs> that's it's, real. like, the same. I, we have, like, the same humor, but then there's, like, it, a there's, part of the humor that, like, where you, you have that I just don't, don't have. It's the yeah. weird humor the that's the same humor. It's the really, really dry <laughs> yeah. humor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I don't watch The Office, guys. Uh, what were you saying before that? I forgot. That was my bad. I cut you off. Um, oh, no, yeah, what you were doing, time. laying in bed. Bedtime yeah, and I love that. That's... It's just, it's you know, the perfect... Perfect With all your dogs, of- how many? Tell the people how many dogs you have. I have five dogs. Yeah. Aww. You know how you hear about cat people? Well, lives the dog people. Well, I also have two cats. Too, oh yeah. I mean, you know, Forgot I'm just them. an animal lover yeah. in general. Save all the babes. I saved yeah. way too many. That's no such thing. No <laughs> such thing. <laughs> They're all attached to you. Oh gosh. Yes. <laughs> We love to hear it. So everyone goes on a cannabis journey, and you've shared yours with us. But if you could go back to high school, Olivia, and tell her something about cannabis and just a little bit of insight, what would you say to her? Just smoke. It's not that bad. Like, I mean, I know back in high school, like, what we would have smoked is nothing compared to what we, you know, can consume Mm -hmm. now. But, I mean, just relax a little bit and don't be so uptight about it because it's really not that big of a deal. Because I, I, I would know. so much rather, like, if I have children down the road, I would so much rather them being consuming cannabis. Yes, yes. Like, at parties and stuff than drinking and, you know, smoking too. But just, like, I would so much rather them smoke. I wouldn't get mad at that. Yeah. Yeah. That's I agree solid. with that. Yeah. It took time. And perspective from yeah. her, like slowly. Yeah. I remember yeah. Olivia thumping down the when she would be mad. She has a little firecracker coming through the hallways. <laughs> you better watch out because Olivia Gonzalez is coming down. <laughs> and she does not look happy. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, resting bitch, bitch face. You can, you can see still a thing. You can see all of my emotions all the time. Yeah, for sure. I love it though. Love it so much. <laughs> okay. 
Setting up a new company can be difficult and confusing, but establishing a strong foundation with appropriate and necessary documents can help protect you in the long run. Yes, and with being business owners ourselves, Sob, we understand what it's like pretty well, I think. With BIC Legal, they practice in areas like family law, estate planning, business litigation, and review and draft contracts for your company while assisting in licensing applications and so much more. And with the Oklahoma cannabis industry thriving, the rules and regulations related to cannabis are quite strict. Jade Pebworth with BIC Legal, she really enjoys working with companies from the ground up. So if you're looking for good legal help in Oklahoma, she's your girl. Let's get back to today's episode. So flipping the script a little bit, Liv, we obviously know a lot about you, but for those listening, tell us who you are, what you do, what your passions are, spill your beans, baby girl. So so, um, I'm a little (coughs) Gonzalez. I'm from Edmond, Oklahoma. I... ASL. (laughs) I know. I... uh, I'm a dental, currently a dental hygienist. I went to OU, graduated in 2015. I've been a dental hygienist for almost seven years now. And with getting into my career in dental hygiene, it's really strenuous on the body. So then I started finding yoga and fell in love with yoga. And then I went and got certified as a yoga teacher. So that's another passion of mine. Um, obviously, I love animals. Like, Hell yeah. You know, they're, they're my pack. And I don't know what I would do without each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it's so corny, but, like, they rescued me, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's man. real. They're the, they're the best. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I love my family, obviously. Yeah. They're crazy. <laughs> obviously. I obviously love <laughs> them. Um, they're crazy, and they're just real, and it's just always fun when we get together. Mm-hmm. Um Obviously love hanging out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Single now, so, you know, I'm. Whoop. Holla at your girl. Know, right. <laughs> Boys. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, you know, so I just love being with my friends and and just hanging out. Like, not don't, like, really, like, going out, going out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to ever go to a club, but, like, I'll go to, like, a chill bar or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm to that point now, too, I feel like. like yeah. Just same, like, or, like, like, just would rather, oh. like, hang out and drink wine and dance and have fun, you yes. know. But mm-hmm. Dance parties, uh, dance parties. Love to travel. Was traveling a lot before COVID. Went to Spain, Italy, and France. And I was planning more trips, and then COVID happened. So it's kind of a bummer. I'm, you know, wanting to get back into it here mm-hmm. pretty soon, but still kind of going to ride out the whole yeah. uh, wave right now. So talk about yoga a little bit. So you yeah. teach yoga, correct? I teach yoga, yes. I teach over at a gym in Oklahoma City called Vasa. And I just fell in love with yoga. And it also came to me at a really important time in my life when I was having issues with addiction with my ex. And just, you know, it was not only like a, <clears throat> a um, you know, physical aspect of the teachings that I wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, learn about. It was so much of the spiritual and mental, um, you know, mind, body, soul connection yeah. that yoga can bring to you. And if you just you know, just surrender to yourself and surrender, you know, all the walls that you build around your heart, you know, you'll, you'll be able to just be a better person and have, you know, more light in your heart and more kindness in your heart. And so it's just, it's transformed me. It's gotten me through really hard times. And, um, you know, and then there's also times that I just don't do yoga and I just can tell in my body that I'm just like, this is not right. Like, I don't feel right. My mind isn't right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I do believe in a lot of Eastern medicine as well with, with yoga. And I think there's so many different, more holistic ways that we can heal our body than 
a prescription. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Absolutely. You know, or moving our body or, you know, feeling our body the way we should. Yes. Exactly. Being intentional because, you know, our our body is a machine and, and it was meant to run efficiently. But when you're, you know, you just don't eat the right things or you're staying up too late or you're not getting exercise, it just, you know, completely throws your body off. Yeah. Your body keeps the score for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's for real. Yeah. Not okay. like I haven't done damage to my body because I have, but know. you know. But at least we you're cognizant have. of it and I you're try. mindful. Do you ever like at home? I've been doing this lately, and I've kind of been getting back into yoga mm-hmm. per Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Um, and I've. Uh, been stretching a lot and I love to get like super high and just like stretch and I feel like and I was telling Brandon this I was like I feel like it always gets me so much higher Mm -hmm. um do you like do you ever get really high before uh, maybe not before class but do you ever like get in your zone while you're teaching your students and like really vibe with them oh yeah I mean you can feel the connection in the room you know, and, and you're going to have nights where your students and you just don't connect and that's okay Mm -hmm. I mean you know it's a journey and you, you have to realize that not everyone's going to like you and that's okay. Or, you know, like how you're, you taught your practice or whatever. But, um, yeah, you definitely can feel that connection of just all the souls and the vibration and the energy in the room. And, um, I just, you know, I love to connect with my students. I don't ever smoke before I teach, obviously. Um, that would not be good, but I, you know, when I'm home doing my own practice, I definitely, you know, will smoke and just kind of get into my own zone and then it helps me stay with my breath and not in my head. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Actually, I feel like I can't do yoga when I'm not high because yeah. I guess get so focused and put everything on my shoulders yeah. versus just like being with my breath. And mm-hmm. I feel like as hard as it can be to breathe sometimes right after smoking, I feel like I always get my deepest breath. Yeah. Cause I yeah. can tap in way deeper. Yeah. yeah. And it's like kind of like, you know, mind over matter type mm-hmm. yeah. thing. It's like whatever it does for you, it works mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. So this is going to be a total solve a question, but <laughs> so since you're a dental hygienist, mm-hmm. do you have any concerns when it comes to smoking cannabis? Because you've always been really, really like, you've always taken really great care of your like teeth. You yeah. just always have since we've been friends. And are there any tips or anything you'd like to share with people? It's just nice to have insight because I know people. Yeah. I care about this stuff now, yeah. so it's nice to know. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> you know, as far as cannabis and the teeth go, there's, there's not really any detrimental effects to your teeth in cannabis. Um, sometimes you can get some staining from it, but it's all superficial. It can be cleaned off at your cleanings, but that's rare too. I mean, I rarely ever see that, but yeah, I don't know. Just, um, I've always, you know, I've, my parents pay for my beautiful smile. Like it, it was that. jacked up before. And so I, you know, I've always liked my smile, but I, you know, never really thought about dental hygiene until I was just like, you know, crap, sitting in my advertising class that I was like, I'm not good at any of this. What am I going to do with the rest of my yeah. life? I'm freaking out. Um, then going and, you know, deciding on dental hygiene because I always liked the dentist. I always grew up, you know, enjoying the dentist. I used Weird. to tell my mom, I'm like, <laughs> Weirdo. I know. Like, I used to tell my mom, I'm like, I love when they scrape my teeth. And she would just be mortified. She's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and, but anyways... Um, so yeah, so I got into school and at OU and I, you know, I enjoy my job, I enjoy cleaning teeth. Um, you know, patient education is, is something that's like really near and dear to my heart and especially just like helping the geriatric population too with, um, you know, their dental care and everything. But, um, 
you know, just brush your teeth twice a day yeah. for two minutes. Floss. I don't I mean, floss. I floss, floss nightly. You know, Ooh. it's, I know, <laughs> I know, it's just so much work. But if you think about it, it's only five minutes out of your day. You're you know, right. five total minutes out of do your day. You, do you think the floss um, things that have the little hook on them are better than the ones with the No, strain. I've heard they're horrible no. for you, actually. Well, it's just because they don't go. So, like, your teeth sits in a pocket, in like a 360 pocket. So, those little picks just typically go in between the contacts, and you're mm-hmm. not actually getting underneath the gums to remove the plaque and bacteria that or food debris that just builds naturally yeah. throughout your day. So, floss that you can manipulate, they, they call it C-shaped flossing. So, whenever you go down in between the contact, you wrap a C around that tube, mm. and you go down into the pocket, and then you come up a couple times just to remove that plaque and bacteria. Most people are just not going to do that. I, I mean, didn't even know that. Yeah, I, didn't I know, and, and I was never told that until yeah. school, um, which dental hygienists, we're supposed to do patient education. It's one of our, you know, pillars of what we do. Mm-hmm. And so I always try to educate my patients and, um, but honestly, like water picks are great now. Like I, yeah. you know, water most, picks. most people are going to use a water pick versus string floss. So I know that. And I would rather them be using some sort of method of flossing with yeah. string floss mm-hmm. or water, fl- water pick. But, um, yeah, so I just, just, I mean, just brush and floss your teeth and, you know. I hear knowledge. Yeah. Don't eat. Like uh, simple shit. Yeah. Literally. Shit that we should be doing. Like, yeah, I know. What the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> don't brush your teeth twice a day, so What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, I do. You don't floss, you weirdo. I, I always say, like, my flossing, bad habit. Like, flossing is or like, not, habit. not flossing is do. like not wiping your ass. Mm-hmm. Like, when you Ew. Olivia. That is an extreme comparison. I, do you know, know how much bacteria lives in a pocket, though? Okay. I do know I need to do that more. It I is agree. not something I always think about, but I have it, like, right there. I think I think it's more of a pain in my ass oh, it is. <laughs> to For do sure. it. And I'm just, like, could I just walk around the worked? house. I just, like, walk around the house when I'm flossing. Or, like, I'll go back to my bedroom because I'm probably, but, like, okay, right listen, bed. I feel like I have to look in the mirror and like I have to like look at every I cannot ever just sit there and be like oh flossing my teeth no like I'm like (laughs) in the mirror like it's like a it's like a chore anyways just get yourself a water pick I'll just get you one for Christmas just (laughs) a water pick make that too yeah I'll get you guys yeah it's no excuse at all no it's really not my having an intervention right now on the cannabis thing I know it is I know yeah, anyways, what I was saying is it's not the same as wipe, not wiping your ass. Because when you compare it to that, I'm literally like, oh, my gosh. Okay. Ugh, <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> okay, so let's flip the script because I was about to go on a rant. <laughs> so you you also intern for Sugar Free Me. Wow. Sugar Free Media, right? Sugar Free Media Co., yes. Okay, tell um, us about that. Annie Bowles is just, she's one of my idols, man. I love that girl so much. She is so passionate about what she does. And so basically it's it's a safe news media company podcast um, to be able to get the news, you know, to, to be able to hear life events. Because for women, most of the time, especially in politics, we're, you know, we're not looked at as equals, you know, our opinions don't matter as mm-hmm. much as a man's opinion. And it can be really intimidating if we want to be informed, but we're going to all these news sources that are, you know, basically, you know, geared towards men. 
So Annie, you know, wanted to bring the news. It's a 15-minute podcast, um, Monday through Friday. She puts it out, you know, bright and early, and it's just about what's going on. And it's just kind of recaps of, um, you know, important events. And she's, you know, we're working on a few other things, and, you know, it's just, it's very, like, women empowerment, too. So, you know, know, women supporting women, you know, in our, you know, ventures and businesses and there's just you know so much I'm learning from Annie and there's just so many cool opportunities that that for you yeah Yeah. that I've had with Annie and it's a great creative I was about to say it's cool that you found a creative outlet Mm -hmm. yeah you have your like dental hygiene where you can like really do your shit but then Uh, you also have like (laughs) (laughs) you you can get your fix of cleaning tea yeah exactly but then you get to tap into a creative Olivia which you always have been pretty creative oh I mean there's just, it's like. It's a different creativity. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying because mm-hmm. I, I know what you mean. I don't, yeah, it's I hard to explain you. it. I yeah. Know yeah. You. yeah. I yeah. love that for you. That's been really cool. Mm-hmm. That's a journey. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like that Annie does the 15 minutes because it's yeah. not overwhelming. No, like, not give at me all. what I need. In 15 yeah. minutes because that's about to drive. Yeah. And that's exactly. like, and that gives you your, it's like, like morning fill for up, the day. Or like, you know, drinking your coffee or however. And, and so, yeah, it's, it's, definitely a cool experience that's a super cool experience especially like going from one extreme to another and like career-wise and what you do I feel like that's Mm -hmm. a really good way for you to branch out and like learn a new skill set we're all about learning new skill sets around here yeah we are love that Mm -hmm. so Liv you and I are pretty similar in our thoughts on cannabis in high school Mm -hmm. and it's so funny to see how we've drastically changed Mm -hmm. we're sitting here now on a cannabis podcast (laughs) do you feel like cannabis has helped open your mind in different areas of life and perspectives and if so how would you say Oh, for sure. Um, you know, I just think I'm a better person overall now, especially like getting my anxiety under control because especially like when I would get anxious and it just wouldn't, I couldn't get rid of it. Like I would, I was a meaner person. I would just snap. I would just like, I'm just on a short fuse. Anything's going to set me off. And, you know, finally having my anxiety under control, I still have my moments, but it's, it's just helped me, you know, kind of just be a little bit calmer of a person, you know, being so type A and, and, uh, I, you know, there's one of my like signs in yoga, I'm a pitta, which is a fire element. And which I know that is for sure. Are you really? Just <laughs> We've a known little that, bit, sweetie. just a little bit, but so what it, you know, so what cannabis has done is kind of trying to bring some of the lighter elements back into me mm-hmm. and, and just calm down sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it is what it is. You can't change everything. You can't, you can't change people's opinions. You can't matter, you know, or you can't, you know, care what people think of you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's helped me kind of realize, like, I have no control over anyone but me, myself, and I, and that's just all Preach. I can do. Yeah. Amen. Yes, and yeah. that's something that you have to learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you get older, I especially feel like. as you get older, yeah, that's what, and I feel that's like what I've learned at the cannabis most. Cannabis helps you slow down and like process. Yes, and yeah. and, and it process mm-hmm. in a healthy way. Yeah. like I always call cannabis my like <laughs> my therapist because yeah. it's it just like is is there when I need it, mm-hmm. and it just like helps me slow down and yeah. breathe and process mm-hmm. what I need to process instead of because I'm great at suppressing. Yeah, and so that that's my way to process and like slow down and be like, okay, so I'll like. But then also almost like pull me out of my body to shift my own perspective and be like, okay, let's step out of yourself and see yeah. what's up. Yeah. And see, you know, like. Yeah. Brings brings your perspective back on you and, mm-hmm. and kind of trying to realize like why am I 
feeling this way about, you know, this certain certain topic or something or right. or this person or, you know, so. Yeah. I love that. That's been a great outlet for you. Oh, it has for sure. So what's been something you've really enjoyed about being a patient here in Oklahoma and just like having your med card and whatnot? And then like on the flip side, what's something like an area you feel like needs work um, that you've just personally noticed maybe? Yeah. I, you know, I'm happy to be, you know, a med card user and, um, you know, I think it's important that we have the system that we do right now. And, um, you know, as far as flaws, I haven't really seen any in my perspective, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, yeah. I know they're out there. And yeah, I but that's okay that you have it. Growing, yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, people's grows and things like Everyone's that. Everyone's always different mm-hmm. things. Yeah. 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 So personally, I haven't, but I know there's issues within yeah. the industry, just like any industry. No, I feel you yeah. that answer. But that's a good answer because yeah. it's nice that as a patient, you've you've gotten what you need as a patient and you've not had any bad experiences and you know, the people you go to, you know, they treat you good and you're just taken care of, which is what you want as a patient. That's Uh important. Exactly. So what's a solid piece of advice or mantra that you hold close that you would share with somebody? Hmm. What's your daily mantra, Liv? My daily mantra. Probably just be a good person. Yeah. Like, it takes so much more energy to be a shitty person mm. or to be an angry person. So much more energy, or unwanted to, energy. Exactly. Like, just wake up and and be a good person and thank God you're alive another day and realize that your problems aren't really that bad. Yeah. Yep. And just be kind to people. I mean, yeah. like, just be kind to people. And I love, you know, one of my favorite new shows, Ted Lasso. Like, I love he is just the greatest human yes. being. And I'm just like, live like Ted Lasso would yes. live today. Like just, Absolutely. you know, what a great mantra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. If just, you I, guys have not seen Ted Lasso, you, you should. And then yeah, you'll no, understand what yet. Liv was talking about. It's Cause he so were like the perspective. It's just like this guy goes through like a really hard time and like sees a lot of shit situations, but he tries to make the best of each one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And that's all you can do. That's all you right? can do. Yeah. yeah because yeah. things are going to come your way. You're going to, uh-huh. Shit's going to hit the fan occasionally. And you just have to take it and run with it because yep. it's the cards you're dealt and you can't change them out. No. So just keep going. Nope. Yeah. I feel yep. like that's something I've come to terms with. Yeah. Oh, like within the last year, year and yeah. a half. Like, okay, so this has happened. Are you going to freak out about it? And like mm-hmm. like getting a flat tire. Dude, and waking up, maturity, you know, it really man. does. Yeah. And I feel like it maturity. really can go one way or the other. You either go to this side mm-hmm. or you're on the other side where you are like, oh, I got a flat tire. Oh, what am I going to do? And then yeah. it's just like a, a ripple effect of like a bad day yeah, versus, exactly. hey, I just got yes. a flat tire. Okay, well, what can I do to fix it? Okay, yeah. now it's fixed. Okay, let me go with them. Yeah. On it with just my is day. what it is. And it is what it is. It's just like mm-hmm. nothing. Being more mindful mm-hmm. of like how you choose to process situations yeah. and like moment by moment. Yeah. Yes. That is some hard ass discipline. And I respect anyone oh, who yes. does that on a daily basis. Yeah. Really. Because it's hard not to cave. We're human, oh, yeah. you know, and like yeah. not to just go psycho when something, yeah. you know, messes up, mm-hmm. but to be able to control it yeah. and like slow down and be like, okay. You need to f- stop yeah. and like, how are we going to handle this versus yeah. just like, ha ah. yeah, freak out on yeah. it. I agree. So Liv, if you could go back in time or I guess current, who would you smoke with and why? Hmm. Anybody? Dead or alive? Dead or alive. That's a good question, guys. I know. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, okay. Hmm. I had to think about this one for a second. Okay. 
It's got to be, like, for sure a celebrity. Faux show a celeb. Probably. She says. Dot, dot, dot. Okay. But I don't even know who it would be. Well, actually, I take that back. So my cousin, or he would have been, he's my third cousin on my mom's side, um, Ken Kesey, he wrote One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And so I'm related to him. And, and he was like a big, big, big partier in the 70s, like huge partier. Like the government paid him like money to, like, um, to throw acid parties when oh, they were wow. trying to figure out like what, what acid Whoa. side effects were. Yeah. And, you know, Isn't LSD. That crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, you <laughs> we know, love to hear not it, the government. And so, but he smoked hella weed yeah. like all the time. And um, so, yeah, that'd be kind of cool to like, chill with my family member that's, yeah. you know, yeah. super into it. And, yeah. yeah. That's a good answer. That is a good yeah. answer. That'd be dope. That's better than a famous person. I yeah. think so. I yeah. definitely think so. Celebrities ain't always it, man. I know. <laughs> so what is the stigma? We love to ask everyone this question. What's the stigma you'd like to see changed involving cannabis? That women are gross if they use it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I mean, or like mothers who use it are, you know, bad mothers. Yeah. You know, What's the difference between coming home and having a glass of wine right. and coming home and smoking a joint or eating an edible? <laughs> yep, exactly. They're, they yep. both get you in an altered state, but, you know, I think one is worse than the other. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Know, like, um, I would so rather be high than drunk. Yeah, someone you know? might be more violent with one than yeah. they would be with the other yeah. if they had too much of it. Oh, yeah. And so... You know, it's it's okay to normalize it. You know, it's okay yeah. to, you know, especially healthcare in general, healthcare workers, you know, shouldn't be punished for using it because, right. you know, it's helped my joints so much and my, yeah. my, my neck and my muscles and everything for my work. So I can keep working as a healthcare worker. Yeah. Yeah. Without it, I don't think I could. Um, so, yeah, just, I mean, you know, breaking down those stigmas for healthcare workers and women in general that, you know, we're we're allowed to, you know, consume cannabis yeah. just like any man can. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't get the, I don't get it. Yeah. But. Yeah. Society. Sometimes. That's good. Liv. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is really good. Thanks well, for sharing. Welcome. I think this wraps up today's episode guys. <gasps> yeah. yeah thanks, thanks so much. Liv, thanks for, for being, being here, here and chatting with us. Yeah. And it's so fun. Like getting to just talk about throwbacks <laughs> and yeah. current life events and so much growth. Oh, I yeah. feel like that we're all experience, experiencing oh, like yeah. in our 29. Yeah. Almost 30, baby. Almost 30. Yeah. My 30th. I'm the first one of I us know. to turn 30. January. And then Brandon and then me. Yeah. Just five days or four days later. Uh, there's yeah. so much power coming next year. Y'all don't even know. It, I'm excited. I'm for excited 30. for 30. I'm like, I you know, know what? Single and 30. 30, flirty and thriving. Yeah, that's, <laughs> well, that's not me, Carolee, but uh, hi for my girls. <laughs> but come on. <laughs> just playing. Okay. Well, we love you, Liv. Yeah. I love you guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. You guys are the best. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And as always, stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. 
Scope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at DopeHistory.com.